Welcome everybody to Podcast Today for July 23rd, 2016. Released just a, a day ago, released technically yesterday, was Star Trek. Or yesterday, depending when you listen to this, but on, on July 22nd. Was Star Trek Beyond, which is the third film of the rebooted Star Trek film franchise. I am going to preface this episode by stating, plain and simple, I'm not a Trekkie. I've never watched the original series, I've never watched The Next Generation, I've never watched any of the films, well the old films, I have seen Star Trek, I have seen Star Trek Into the Darkness, and now I have seen Star Trek Beyond. So I'm very much, I'm, I'm a new Who guy for Doctor Who, I've never seen any classic Who, and I'm a new trick, whatever, what, I'm sure there's probably a name for it. There's a name for this universe as well actually. It is called the Kelvin Timeline. So yes, the, the length and breadth of my experience with Star Trek is these, these reboot films. I really, really enjoyed the first Star Trek film, and I know it, 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 it's kind of gotten a bad rap. I don't love Into the Darkness, I don't, I wouldn't like die on a hill for it, but I, I thought it was pretty good. It's not terrible. As, and I, like, I, I come in through these films with no pre-existing notions of what these films should look like. I have no like pre-existing experience of what like Star Trek should be and whether or not they're, they're burning years old continuity when in theory there is no continuity because it's a new timeline still whether they're betraying the, the principles of the series. No idea. All I know is this is what's presented in front of me, a brilliantly cast fun romp, which was the first one, and the brilliantly cast thing doesn't go away. Uh, second film is a little more, I don't know, contrived. And now we reach Beyond, directed by Justin Lin. There was a lot of hand-wringing about this film when the first trailer came out, because Justin Lin, obviously, is the man who, who revived the Fast and Furious series to absurd levels of, of just bizarre spectacle. Fast and Furious films are brilliant. I love those films. And it's like, people judge those films by standards of different films. Judge them, but like, it's a Fast and Furious film. It's absurd car stunts that make no sense that just try and top each other film on film, uh, built around a loose, silly plot what those films are and they're damn enjoyable for what they are they're great but people were worried that you know star trek is generally something that has a tad more substance than the fast and the furious films it's a little less spectacle and a little more philosophical that's what i gather tends to be a little more what star trek is about so people were kind of you know a little uh, trepidatious about how this film would turn out and how this film would look especially after that trailer that was released was very action orientated it was very kind of it felt like Fast and Furious cross Star Trek, which is not what this film is. This film is is really, really good. I really like this film. It's written by Simon Pegg and Doug Jung. Obviously, Simon Pegg stars as Scotty. All of the cast returns, Chris Pine as Captain Kirk, Zachary Quinto as Spock, and John Cho as Zoe Saldana, Carl Urban, and, and the late Anton Yelchin. They're all back. Not not everybody gets equal time, which is, is natural. It's an ensemble cast. It's not, not everybody should get equal time. That's not the way films work. It should be more one person's story than another if you try even it's, it's the point of franchises you have a bunch of films to tell like different stories for different characters that's the way that like the tv shows would work you would have a, a kirk episode and you'd have a spock episode and you'd have a scotty episode and you'd have a sulu episode this felt actually i've seen so i think three or four episodes of the next generation i started watching it and then didn't continue so i don't remember a great deal about it which is the reason I said like my experience is practically not. But a lot of it f feels like the formula that I kind of absorbed through osmosis that these shows go through, you know? Just, for some reason, they're stranded on a planet. They have to use their, their guile and ingenuity to band together, solve a problem, and defeat a great evil. It's the film. It's most of these films. There is a MacGuffin. There is a thing that everybody wants that could destroy the world, as there tends to be. I like that they don't really explain how that thing works, just that it'll kill people. Because who cares? 
I don't I don't want 10 minutes of exposition. I've said this before. I don't want 10 minutes of exposition on how 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 will this machine thing kill people? Don't care. Just tell me it's bad. It'll kill people. Bad guy shouldn't have it. All I need to know. Like plots. Plots are overrated. There's a difference between plot and story. That's what I'm saying. The villain is is Idris Elba in heavy CGI, but he's Idris Elba. He's he's doing Idris Elba things with his Idris Elba voice. His, his fairly unmistakable Idris Elba voice. And, you know, the, the prosthetics. He's not always in prosthetics, which is interesting. The, the framing of this film is that the Enterprise is attacked in an ambush and then the, the ship crashes down to an unknown planet and everyone's scattered, as I said. And everyone has to slowly gather together and, and take down this great evil. It's it's It doesn't reinvent the wheel. It's not, like, revolutionary. But I don't want this film to be revolutionary. I just want this film to be a fun space romp with, with a, a really nice little moral. That's that's what I like most about this film, because the the theme, the 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 main idea of this film, is the question of whether or not like peace is a real thing, and or whether whether we're made for peace, whether we should be individuals acting on our own with, and then feuding with each other and and conflicting with each other, or whether we are better united. We we are better as a group together. It's an ode to togetherness. Different people with different experiences bringing different talents and different kind of thought processes that they've learned through their own experiences whether that's better than you know brute force and shouting at each other and obviously it comes down on a side pretty heavily but i like that it's an ode to teamwork it's an ode to working together in unity which in our time these days is a theme i like to see in a film because it's, it's one that is a hopeful theme and i'm all for hope hope is a wonderful thing there are really good action set pieces, particularly the scene where the Enterprise is taken down. That That is a great scene. It's it's not without jokes. It's, it's written by Simon Peck. Of course it's not without jokes. Interestingly, John Cho's Sulu character is now gay, which they did, I think... Because you're between a rock and a hard place when you do that with an existing character. When, when, when you kind of alter the text, if you will. But it's a different timeline. You can do whatever the hell you want with it, if you like. But you don't want it to seem like tokenism. Because the film isn't about Sulu being gay. That's that's not really at all a plot line. It's there. It's a, just a part of the film. And I'm fine with that. I'm sure some people will, will find issue with it. I'm sure there, there are people who will staunchly defend the original Star Trek timeline and say, well, Sulu wasn't good then, so he can't be now. Well, you know, different timeline. Do whatever you like. They also paid tribute to Leonard Nimoy, who, who died last year, as well as Anton Yelchin. They were, they were both memorialized in the credits, and the, the death of Leonard Nimoy was actually written into the film. Yeah, it's just, it's a really good film. It's a really good action film. It's energetic, colorful, it's serious and, and jokey is the best combination it doesn't lean too much one way or the other it gets the balance right good action scenes good character development especially for the likes of spock and kirk who both come into this film uncertain of their future and obviously the events of the film shape what they believe their future should be it's it's as i said it doesn't reinvent the wheel it's nothing like unique or mind-blowing but it's all very well executed justin lynn he he knows action he's good at action he even directed community's modern warfare episode which is their action film homage based around paintball which is a tremendous episode of television one of the best episodes of television of the last like i don't know 20 years so you know he has a handle on comedy he has a handle on action give justin lynn the benefit of the doubt just he, he makes what the fast and the furious films should be it's what those films should be. And he made a Star Trek film more or less what a Star Trek film should be. Or at least what it should be in my head, I'm sure. It should, it'll be different in different people's heads. But yeah, really good film. Better than Into the Darkness. Probably slightly worse than the first Star Trek in 2009. Of the rebooted timeline. 
go see it. It, it. it is really worth seeing. It's my favorite film of the summer. It has usurped Now You See Me Too as the best blockbuster of the summer. So it has that going for it. You can listen to new episodes of podcasts today every single day at soundcloud.com forward slash TWSKK. You can subscribe on iTunes if you search for the TWS network or subscribe on YouTube. Follow me on Twitter at Garrett Kidney, G-A-R-R-E-T-T-K-I-D-N-E-Y. Thanks for listening and bye bye.